Good morning, and welcome to the Bear Brief. It is the 26th of May, 2023, and we are going to do the brief today. We're talking predominantly about the looming debt ceiling crisis slash deal, question mark. We would also typically do national intel today, but many of y'all wrote into intel at bearindependent.com and sent uh, links to videos or unverifiable nonsense. And that is not what I mean when I say provide intel. I want your personal experiences, what you've seen with your eyes and your ears, what you are personally experiencing. I don't know if you know this, but we get 10 to 15,000 emails a week and bear you need to watch this video is not intel, okay? So if you have actual intel, something you have seen with your own eyes or heard with your own ears that is verifiable, intel at bearindependent.com. Tracking? Tracking like a tank, bear. All right, copy that. <clears throat> 26 May 23, Bear Independent Brief, brought to you as always by refugemedical.com, of which I am the founder and CEO. If you're new here, subscribe, ring the little bell icon. If you're not new here, you know what to do. Share the show with somebody that you love and make sure that YouTube hasn't unsubscribed you since last you checked. Many of y'all, by the way, have also said, I'm not getting notifications until after the live stream's over. This is a pre-recorded video. It's not a live stream. So you'll get a notification when the video posts. Okay? Okay. Just a, a modicum of situational awareness would do well for you, especially if your ambition is to survive the end of the world as we know it. That's a lofty goal. Survival period is a lofty goal. And so apply a little bit more, just a, the four more synapses in your brain. Please and thank you. Ooh, bear's salty this morning. I'm just tired of bullshit. All right. Bear Independent Brief, 26 May 23, the NAACP, or the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. Can you even say that anymore? Is that allowable now? Will the thought police come and punch you in the forehead if you say those words? Has issued warnings about the potential for harm caused by a debt ceiling deal that could unfairly target people of color in the United States. Unfairly, huh? The NAACP has... What about the tax structure that unfairly targets certain people in this country? Hmm. What about the Small Business Association that unfairly targets certain people in this country? What about uh, equality and equal opportunity employment that unfairly targets some people in this country? That's not an issue. No, that's if we're extracting capital from one group of people and giving it to another, that's fine. But if you're then restricting the flow of that capital to a certain subset of the population, that's unallowable. Do you even communism, bro? Mm. See, why do they keep pushing democracy? It's our democracy because a representative republic, a constitutionally mandated representative republic is about individual liberties. Democracy is about universal equality. Equality of life, not equality of outcome, not equality of opportunity. And that's why these morons that are air quote representatives of us, and remember, government is just a group of people, and those people are by no means any smarter than the rest of us. Although it's fair to say that a bunch of morons keep voting, <laughs> voting, air quote, dominion, anybody keep voting 
these people in. They're no geniuses. They're not any smarter than we are. But these uh, morons who are in power, coalesced, correlated power at the top of the hierarchy here in the United States of America, keep pushing the word democracy because democracy is about equality across the board. Not a quality of opportunity, a quality of outcome. We should all be the same. Well, newsflash, we're not all the same. We all have different giftings and talents and delights. We all have different things that we're good at and not good at. We all have different levels of ambition and work ethic and discipline and dedication. And therefore, it is unjust, it is immoral, unethical for you to equally distribute revenue resources across the board. It is completely against the Bible. First Timothy 5 verse 8, he who does not work has denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. How about this one? A workman is worth their hire. He who can be trusted with little can be trusted with much. By the way, if you haven't figured out, this channel is for faith-based preparedness enthusiasts. If you're not one of those people, you're welcome to hang out here. If you are Welcome, you've found a home. Back to the brief. The NAACP has warned that any deal made for the debt ceiling needs to prioritize the well-being of marginalized communities and has cautioned that black communities could be adversely affected by severe budget cuts to the programs and services that are helping to keep so many communities afloat. Why are those communities on the tit of the government? Riddle me that, Batman. What's the point of that? Oh yeah, we freed all the slaves. Mm, and now the ghetto is the new plantation. Your suburb is now the new plantation. Instead of just a small subset of people being owned by a different subset of people, which to be perfectly clear, I think is abhorrent and, and I in no way support the concept of slavery. We outlawed slavery in the United States of America, and then we made everybody a slave, but the very, very few at the top. You don't think you're a wage slave? Try not paying your taxes, and then with the men with, when the men with guns come and put you in a tiny little box, tell me you're not. Oof. The NAACP has warned that any deal made for the debt ceiling needs to prioritize the well-being of marginalized communities and define marginalized communities and has cautioned that black communities could be adversely affected by severe budget cuts to the programs and services that are helping to keep so many communities afloat. Education, because government education works so well, you mean indoctrination? Healthcare, oh, because government healthcare works so great. Ask anybody about the approval rate of the VA. Uh, what else do we have here? Affordable housing, because Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac have such a really, really excellent track record, right? And everybody knows that the projects is exactly where you want to live. What else we got here? Uh, affordable housing and more rely on these programs that could be cut as the nation's spending spirals out of control. You mean like food stamps? Because that program's working out super well. Remember when it used to be like government cheese and there was a certain amount of shame involved with having to be on the government tit? But now you can literally buy lobster tails at the Walmart if you so desire. <sighs> NAACP President Derek Johnson told NBC, that guy needs to have a happy accident. That whole organization needs to have a happy accident. 
quote right now, a malicious group of legislators, a malicious group of legislators, homie, they're all malicious. They're all, they're, they all serve their own self-interest. They don't serve you. They don't serve me. They don't represent you. They don't represent me. They're interested in how they can expand their stock portfolio and their 401k, not how they can best represent you. And every time they tell you that they have their best interests, your best interests at heart, they are lying to you. And you're an idiot if you continue to believe them. Period. The end. End of story. And that's not an opinion, that's a historical fact. Right now, a malicious group of legislators are attempting to hold America hostage as they fight to cut key programs that act as a lifeline to millions of Americans. Why? Why do they act as a lifeline to millions of Americans? The Messiah himself said, the poor will be with you always. Now, we're also commanded, let none amongst you be poor. It doesn't say, let the government take care of the poor. It says, forsake not the widow and the orphan. Also, comma, he who does not work has denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. The government's not your daddy. The government's not Messiah. The government is not the monopoly man. They don't produce anything. They just take resources from a certain group of people and then redistribute them to other groups of people. And they do that to gain political sway so that they can continue to advance their agendas and coalesce power at their tier in the hierarchy, not ours. Stabby, stabby bear. Right now, a malicious group of legislators are attempting to hold America hostage as they fight to cut key programs that act as a lifeline to millions of Americans, particularly black families, end quote. Yeah, because personal responsibility is apparently an old-fashioned ideology that no longer exists in this country. I am so tired of being the bad guy. I'm so tired of being the bad guy. I grew up poor. I've had very few handouts in my life. I, as a young child, was able to ascertain the art of timing which food bank had what on what day, right? I've killed more animals for sustainment growing up than most people in their entire semi-professional hunting career have ever even seen. I started my first business with a $500 pickup truck and a $200 chainsaw. This business that I currently run now, Refuge Medical, was started with $1,000 of seed capital and is now on four continents. Nobody gave me shit. When I applied for an SBA loan, I was told that it was the best business plan that they had ever seen. But they were unable to fund me because I was a white male. Never mind the fact that I'm a quarter American Indian, right? And I'm also not on the rolls because I don't want to be on the doles because I don't want free shit from anybody. I just want to be left alone so that I have the opportunity to build whatever it is that I need to build to take care of myself and the people that I love and have a lasting, meaningful impact on society as a whole. But now I also need to fund the well-being of a whole bunch of people that I never met before. That is theft. And because if I don't do that, then men with guns show up and put me in a box. That is not what our founding fathers envisioned for this country. They went to war with the largest military on planet Earth because of a 1% tax on tea. 
Oh, how far we have fallen. In other words, even if default is avoided and a deal is reached, vulnerable communities in the United States could still get hit with harder times as more of that stabilizing yet invisible community scaffolding dissolves. Well, vulnerable communities, maybe you ought to figure out by now that these people don't represent you and they don't have your best interests at heart and you need to stop being subjected to their will. Start taking personal responsibility for your well-being. While the NAACP focus is primarily on race, this concern could be extrapolated to people who are less in less fortunate situations in general, relying on these programs to maintain stability in their social environments. One of the most prevalent and pervasive forms of social unrest in any human setting across the globe stems from food insecurity. Food insecurity. chicken. Know you're targeting what's beyond it. I don't have a clear shot. While the NAACP's focus is primarily on race, this concern could be extrapolated to people who are less in less fortunate situations in general, relying on these programs to maintain stability in their social environments. One of the most prevalent and pervasive forms of social unrest in any human setting across the globe stems from food insecurity. Why? Desperate people do desperate things. When entire communities have to face housing and food insecurity, it has large and lasting ripple effects, often impacting people from other communities and even later generations. In the words of the Greek philosopher Aristotle, quote, poverty is the parent of revolution and crime, end quote. So let's um, go to that drawer in your kitchen, pull it open, find the tinfoil, Put a three wrap, this is probably a three wrap conversation, three wraps of tinfoil around your dome, seated appropriately over your cranium. You got it? All right, good. Desperate people do desperate things. Do we not have an election cycle coming up? Of course we do. That's why so much hay is being made out of this debt ceiling crisis right now in the first place. 78% uh, of the country in a recent poll has decided that no, we don't want any more Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., thank you very much. We're not interested, including 53% of Democrats. They're done. And everybody knows that Toe Harris is not uh, an appropriate replacement for Mr. Biden, Mr. Asterisk Biden as well. By the way, have you seen this whistleblower coming out? Um, I mean, he's been out before, but it's going around. It's making the circles on the social medias right now, talking about all the times that this man performed oral sex on Barack Obama after smoking crack cocaine with him. 
shared that in my stories on Instagram yesterday. What I'm super surprised. Super, you mean to tell me that that guy is not a tool of Satan? How interesting. How interesting. Yeah, Big Mike. Yeah, Michelle. She's got great arms. Yeah, because she's a man. She also has a great Adam's apple. Why? Why would the big they allow things like, um, you know, food insecurity, housing insecurity? Why do they need desperate people to do desperate things? Well, this is called the Hegelian dialectic. Create the problem, propose the solution, control the outcome. Thesis, antithesis, synthesis. See, poverty creates food scarcity. And by the way, poverty, which is supplemented by governmental funds, equates to control, which means that they now have a very large uh, dedicated block of voters that will support their position because if they don't, those voters will lose all the things that they need to, air quotes, survive. Bought and paid for voters. Now, this poverty creates food scarcity. Food scarcity creates civil unrest, people behaving badly. And once people start behaving badly to the point where it's just unbearable, the little they, the people, will cry out and say, the government has to do something about this. And make no mistake, in the midst of all of this will be even more, air quote, mass shootings. And they will, they, the big they, will continue to quote the just dead-ass wrong statistic that gun crime is the number one killer of children in the United States, adding into that group of children people up to the ages of 20 years old, and including in those statistics all of the gang crime violence from uh, places like Chicago and L.A. and New York and D.C. and all the other just cesspools of the United States of America, quoting bad statistics, and people, the little people, will cry out and say, the government must do something about this. And then, you bet your sweet tuchus, the government will. The big they will. And they will get what they want. More control. They will, they will use that as a mandate under their democracy, 51% rule, to enact whatever it is that they want to enact, to take power from you and give it to them to take autonomy from you and give it to them. Again, remember, a representative republic, the goal of a representative republic is to protect individual liberties. The goal of a democracy is to have equality. I'm not interested in their brand of equality, thank you very much. Don't want to play that game. But desperate people do, in fact, do desperate things. So for you, in your preparedness journey... I don't know how many times I've said it, but it's got to be at least a hundred times. Audit your population density. If the place that you live right now is already kind of shady, it's probably going to get worse, not better in the near future. Strategic relocation is a thing, even if you have to take a hit to your so-called quality of life. But there's no Starbucks in this neighborhood. There's no neighborhood here. Yeah, so ergo, there's no Starbucks. You're right. There's also no gymnastics for Tina, and there's no, you know, Little League and blah, blah. There's not. There are roosters that need to get shot with 22 pistols. That That is true. Um, and most of y'all may not know this, so I'll clarify for you. That's food. I know most people are, their relationship with food involves it came out of a hole in the side of a brick-clad building after talking to the little speaker 
or you picked it up on a piece of styrofoam with a little diaper underneath it wrapped in saran wrap from the air quote grocery store that is filled with all types of abominations of air quote food and then people wonder why they're so sick you might have to take a hit on your air quote quality of life to strategically relocate but if you don't do it soon enough uh You'll miss the opportunity, and then shit will be falling apart around you, and you won't know what to do about it. And you will de facto become part of the problem, because you're locked into a very bad situation that you could have mitigated if you actually took this shit seriously now, if not years ago. But instead, it's just too hard, Bear. I'm sure it is. It's super hard, right? I definitely didn't strategically relocate with no money and with three children and with an 80-year-old grandma from North Texas to nowhere, Oklahoma. So you're right, it can't be done. I'm just, this is all green screen. I'm just making it up. In addition to budget cuts, proposals have been put forward that would toughen work requirements for federal aid. If you're going to have federal aid, I am 100% in support of work requirements to receive it. Again, why? Mm, the Bible. A workman is worth their hire. That's a double-edged sword. It means if I'm the employer and you're the employee, I have to pay you. A workman is worth their hire. I have to pay you. It also means, on the other side, if you're the employee, you need to be worth paying. Mm, a lot of people miss that aspect, that interpretation. Work requirements for federal aid. Hell yeah. A workman is worth their hire. President Biden, asterisk, said that he would not accept, quote, any work requirements that are going to impact on the medical health needs of people. End quote. The medical health needs of people. Okay, so now we don't just have an autocracy here, but now we have the government mandating their determination of what the medical health needs of the people are. Um, let me break this down Barney style for people who have been indoctrinated their whole life. You need to eat real food. You need to move your body. You need to drink water. Just, just water. Not water with, not water from Flint, Michigan or East Palestine, Ohio or anywhere else like that. Just water. You need to go outside and get sunshine on you. You need to sweat, preferably every day. You need to sweat. You need to do real shit. You need to sleep eight hours per night if you can. If you can't get eight, then get seven. If you can't get seven, then get six. But two, three, four ain't gonna cut it. And dare I say, you need to be vertically aligned with the creator of the universe and covered by the blood of his son. And you know what will happen? You will live a long and healthy and probably successful life. Instead of just getting on the hamster wheel of Big Pharma. Quote, any work requirements that is going to impact on the medical health needs of people. And he had previously tweeted, quote, the House Republican <coughs> wish list would put a million older adults at risk of looting, losing their food assistance and going hungry. Rather than push Americans into poverty, whoa, bro, we're already there, thanks very much, Mr. Biden. Rather than push Americans into poverty, we should reduce the deficit by making sure the wealthy and large corporations pay their fair share in taxes, end quote. It's hard to tell at this point exactly what's going to happen, but the cascading effects could potentially affect us all. All right, so older Americans who are on food assistance, again, 
Let's take a biblical worldview here. Forsake not the widow and the orphan. You want the government to do less, you need to do more. Get to know your neighbors. Mrs. Jones over here, who's barely getting by, help her. Mr. Smith over here, a Korean War veteran who's, you know, he now lives alone. Help him. Go help him. But, well, the government shouldn't be, yeah, I agree. The government shouldn't be in charge of basically anything. National defense, maybe interstate commerce. Handful of other very small things. Everything else goes to the Tenth Amendment states' rights. You don't want the government to fulfill that role in these people's lives? Guess whose job it is to fulfill that role in these people's lives? Yours. Mine. It's our job. Love your neighbor as yourself. There are two great commands. <coughs> Matthew 22, verse 36. The first is you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength, with everything that you've got. Deuteronomy 6, verse 4. And the second is like unto it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Leviticus 19, verse 18. On this hangs all the Torah and the prophets. Well, the government shouldn't do that. Well, then go love your neighbor as yourself. And as far as making the wealthy and large corporations pay their fair share in taxes, first of all, define wealthy. Define wealthy because according to the IRS, I'm wealthy. I would beg to differ, Mr. Internal Revenue Service man. I would beg to differ. I pay my bills like everybody else. I put my pants on one leg at a time. I'm just a normal guy. I'm not wealthy. I can't afford to replace my 16-year-old pickup truck. That doesn't make me wealthy in my mind. I'm certainly not driving a Bugatti to the docks where my yacht is so that I can go on a six-week escapade through the Bahamas. I don't have, you know, vacation properties. I'm not wealthy. But according to the IRS, I am. Why? Because I had the audacity to start a company and employ 23 families in the goal of saving people's lives while in service to the Father's kingdom? I should definitely be taxed at 38% for that. You're right, Mr. IRS man. Here's a question. What does the Biden family pay in taxes? Anybody? Because if we're going to talk about wealth, how about a smattering of $10 million cash payouts? Over and over and over again. 10% for the big guy, right? What do they pay in taxes? How about congressmen and our representatives, air quote? What do they pay in taxes? I wonder what the D.C. bureaucrats are paying in taxes. Hmm. Hmm. Pay your fair share. Kiss my hairy white ass. How about that one? Pay your fair share. So clearly, a lot of hay is being made out of this debt ceiling debacle. We're going to look at a couple of articles as well, but before we do, we are at the end of week seven of 50 Weeks of Preparedness. We've been talking about water this week. By the way, many people are celebrating Shavuot, the Feast of Weeks, Pentecost, the day that the Father makes covenant with his people. And... 
for some who are on the more Judaic Talmudic calendar uh, that began at sundown last night and goes through sundown Saturday. Mazel Tov, Shalom, blessings. Uh, as for us, we will, obviously, we will be, or maybe not obviously, we will be observing Shabbat at sundown today through sundown tomorrow. And then uh, what the world calls Sunday, what we call first day, will be Shavuot for us in our interpretation of Leviticus 23. Not here to piss in anybody's Cheerios about dates and times. I think it's very important that whoever you are celebrating with, that you are all of one accord per Acts chapter 2 in the New Testament. And on the day of Shavuot, they were all in one day of one accord. So as long as you and your faith group of believers are in, in accord of one mind, I think that's great. But if you're wondering, hey, Bear, how come you do Shavuot, but how come there's a brief today? It's because we're doing Shavuot on Sunday. Uh, also, programming note, Monday is Memorial Day. We will not have a brief on Monday. So, in honor of all of the fallen who have spent their blood and who have created de facto widows and orphans in service to this country, that we might have the freedoms and the opportunities that we have. Memorial Day is a day of appreciation and reflection. It's not a day for a bear brief. Now, 50 weeks of preparedness, week seven, water, filtration and purification. Um, Berkey filters, whether you get the big Berkey or you get two buckets and drill holes in them and put the filter in, you should have a way to filter water multiple ways, I would suggest. I have in my systems that are in bags, man portable systems, I have everything from the Sawyer Mini, which is right here, atop this uh, Origin uh, kit, the Western IFAC kit that we put together for Origin Maine. You might have heard of them, Jocko Fuel, Jocko, Baby Seal stuff. This is uh, a Sawyer Mini right here, and it has a squeeze pouch. You use this to suck up water from a questionable source. You screw it into the end of this, and you squeeze, and clean potable water comes out this end right here. I like the Sawyer Mini because this is also the same threads as what you'll find on water bottles, and you couple this with a robust water bottle, like a smart water bottle, and you've got a pretty compact, durable system, and these are good for at least 10,000 gallons of water filtration. They're good for on the move. This is not a whole home water filtration system. Um, it's also because getting water is by and large a tactical operation because predators hunt at watering holes. Not going to be great if you have one filter and you've got, say, 5, 10, 20 people in your group all trying to get water at the same time. This is an MSR water filter. This lives in one of my rucks, except for when it's on camera. And this, come on out, this screws to the lid of a Nalgene, one quart Nalgene bottle. And it has a hose right here. You hook this hose up to this pump and you do this and it sucks water up 
through the hose from a questionable water source and spits out clean water into your Nalgene bottle. This thing works really well uh, in my experience and um, it's got a little lid here on the bottom that you can put in there and uh, it'll produce a higher volume of water in the same amount of time as the Sawyer Mini will. So better for longer trips into yawn wilderness or for more people going on the same trip at the same time. Additionally, I would recommend you look at how to uh, treat water with iodine and with bleach. There are recipes, if you will, prescriptions for how much iodine per liter of water, how much bleach per liter of water. And then there's the old standby, as long as there's uh, no chemicals in the water, boiling. You want to boil your water for two minutes, stand by. Don't fall. This one has obviously never been used, but this is a GI canteen cup. Why? Because uh, it holds half a quart of water, AKA a pint of water, and it fits around your canteen, in your canteen pouch, and then, I can now boil water uh, for Giardia, Cryptosporidium, etc. removal from water. And you want a rolling boil on this for two minutes. The fact of the matter is, once it comes to a rolling boil, even for a moment, it's already killed all of the bad bugs that are inside of it. But people tend to be stupid. And so by boiling for two minutes, you can be absolutely certain that you've achieved a full rolling boil. You can also in a permissive environment, AKA we can make fires here, use this for food prep or for coffee. Cause if you're not, if you don't coffee, like are you even surviving if you don't coffee, right? And so look at ways to filter, purify and boil water. And I would recommend in all of your systems, you have scalable options from, I carry this system on my back to this is my home or my bug out location. And while I'm here, this is how I'm going to maintain a steady stream of potable water for me and my people. Because water is one of those things that is grossly overlooked in the prepper community because it's kind of difficult. Um, so don't be that guy. Don't be that girl. Have water. Make water. Or you'll die without it. Okay? Okay, bear. Okay, bear. All right. A couple other things I want to look at today. Let's see here. From Reuters uh, regarding the debt ceiling deal, Biden and McCarthy appear near two-year deal on U.S. debt ceiling as default looms. And this is a long article. I read a little bit of this on the Patreon exclusive last June Thursday last night, but I will reiterate again here. Washington, dateline May 25th yesterday. Reuters. U.S. President Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. asterisk and top, top congressional Republican Kevin McCarthy are closing in on a deal that would raise the government's $31.4 trillion debt ceiling for two years while capping spending on most items, a U.S. official told Reuters. First of all, government, you're $31.5 trillion in debt and you have the audacity to assign a three-digit credit score to me? Pound sand, asshole. 
That's absurd. Secondly, don't lecture me on the rich need to pay their fair share when you're $31.5 trillion in debt. Maybe, just maybe, a little bit of fiscal conservatism could solve this problem. Maybe, just maybe, if we had an ethos in this country, if we don't spend money we don't have, we wouldn't have these problems. And then everybody wants to bitch and moan, it's the global cabal, it's the elite, it's the bankers that control things. Yeah, of course it is, because the debt that the nation has is a liability for the nation, but it is on the books of the bankers as an asset. See, bankers... When they do their profit and loss statement, your debt is their asset. Again, biblically, the rich rule over the poor and a borrower is slave to the lender. That makes the federal government slave to these banks. No wonder they do questionable shit all the time because they're not in charge. The government, the, the president's just a figurehead, not in charge. He says and does whatever these bankers Tell him, or her, or it, or Shim, or Reptilian Overlord to do, because they are actually in charge. So don't lecture me on how I need to do my fair share. I'm not $31.4 trillion in debt. Okay? I'm actually in zero debt. I have more money than the federal government does. No wonder they think I'm rich. Assholes. The deal, which is not final, would increase funding for discretionary spending on military and veterans, good, while essentially holding non-defense discretionary spending at current year levels. So no increases. We're still going to spend lots of inordinate amounts of money on things that aren't terribly important. We're just not going to increase the amount of money that we spend on these unimportant things. Oh, and the official reporting this has requested anonymity because they're not authorized to speak about internal discussions. They're not authorized to talk about this stuff, so therefore they want anonymity while they're talking about this stuff. Remember the good old days when we used to hang traitors? Well, that's very extreme, Bear. Well, so are the circumstances we're in. I think if you brought back hanging traitors or just firing squad and, like, you want to raise some money for the government, put that shit on pay-per-view. Five bucks. You want to watch the firing squad today? It's five bucks. Live stream on YouTube at noon central or whatever, right? People would tune in in droves. I wonder how eager people would be to run their mouths about things they're not authorized to talk about at that point then. Yep. Line them up against the wall. Uh, John Smith, are you authorized to talk about these things? No, sir. John Smith, did you talk about these things? Yes, sir. John Smith, you have been sentenced to die by firing squad. Three... Two, one, bang, ba, bang, bang, bang. Thus endeth John Smith. Next. Oh, that's extreme. Should we go back to rock pile? Because I'm totally on board with rock pile. Is it less extreme if we just go with rock pile? I'm pretty sure one of those Big Ten commands is do not bear false witness, right? The White House is considering scaling back its plan to boost funding to the Internal Revenue Service to hire more auditors and target wealthy Americans, the official said. Good. The IRS shouldn't target anybody, just so we're all on the same page. You have no authority and no mandate to target anybody. And the term targeting, uh, let's see, if I was the soy boy, I would say that's a microaggression. Actually, that's a macroaggression. You're going to target people? Mm. I'd be careful with that phraseology. 
the IRS is going to target wealthy Americans. Again, define wealthy Americans. And you're going to target me? I would choose a different phrase. A second U.S. official said IRS funding is an open issue, but the main thrust is ensuring the agency executes the president's priorities, even if there is a small haircut or funding is moved around. The IRS is ensuring that the agency will execute the president's priorities. First of all, not your job. Second of all, president's job is not to collude with the IRS to achieve his desired end state. Also, not your job. Executes the president's priorities. Kiss my ass. The deal would specify the total amount the government could spend on discretionary programs like housing and education, according to a person familiar with the talks, but not break that down into individual categories. The two sides are just just $70 billion apart on a total figure that would be well over $1 trillion, according to another source. They're just $70 billion apart. Just $70 billion? Oh, how far we have fallen. $70 billion is a just now? It's just $70 billion. Oh, man, it's cheap. Oh, well, how much is it? Oh, it's just $70 billion. What? What? And on the other hand, it's all fake money anyway, right? And see, why more people aren't up in arms about this, I don't know. Because you have to pay, pay with their fake money, with your real blood, sweat, and tears. Your real time, which is literally irreplaceable, to get some of their fake funny money, which they can just literally, on a keyboard, and type up some more of it. But you have to trade your life, which is fearfully and wonderfully created in the image of the creator and literally irreplaceable for some of their bullshit fiat currency. Because if you don't, the men with guns will come and get you and put you in a box. Bullshit. The two sides met virtually on Thursday, the White House said. Republican negotiators have backed off plans to increase military spending while cutting non-defense spending and instead backed a White House push to treat both budget items more equally. <sighs> yeah, because we need more LGBTQIA plus social programs and we definitely don't need to be funding and training the military because... Here's a plan. When we go to war with China, we can just round up all the trannies and send them over there to fight for us. That's going to go well for us. I, I know what we'll do. We'll put them on boats and tell them that there's a kindergarten story time over there in China. And then, therefore, they'll be super eager, eager to just, when the front of the Higgins boat comes down, they can all run off in their you know high heels and their dresses to the kindergarten story time and get ate up by machine gun fire and artillery. That's a great, that's a great plan. We should do that one. The rest of this article is bullshit. It's all bullshit. And then from RT, Russian propaganda, Goldman Sachs predicts when the U.S. will run out of cash. The warning comes as the debt ceiling talks stall in Washington. The U.S. government may run out of money by June 9th, Goldman Sachs economists have warned. It might, but it probably won't because there's a bunch of politicians right now just jockeying back and forth on who's going to get what concession from who. 
to line their pockets and help their one their 401k, not yours. That rooster needs to die. It's not going to run out of money. There's not going to be a default. It's not going to happen. It's all political theater. It's all bread and circuses to get you all spun up. Why? Because fear is an excellent motivator and fear allows them to have control over you. The Treasury's early June deadline for the debt ceiling looks very accurate in our view, according to Alec Phillips and Tim Krupa, uh, who told MarketWatch. According to their calculations, by 2nd of June, the, Treasury rooms, the Treasury's room to maneuver under the debt ceiling will barely exceed $30 billion. The minimum cash the Treasury has targeted in early debt limit projections, and the funds will have run out entirely by June 9th. You heard it here first, ain't going to happen. There's going to be a last-minute deal. They're going to figure something out, and everybody's going to breathe a sigh of relief. 90% probable. 10% probable, uh, they default. Oh, no, there's no more funny money. And then, and then Bear, they're going to use that to usher in the central bank digital currency, and they're going to have even more control. Yup. Get out of the system. Get out of the system. Get out of the system. Phillips and Krupa expect the deal on the debt ceiling to be announced late on Friday or on Saturday. Of course. Of course we'll announce it on Shabbat, right? They say there's an 80% chance of a full-fledged deal, a 10% probability of a short-term patch, and a 10% chance that Congress won't act in time. The U.S. government faces a default on its $31 trillion debt if lawmakers fail to raise the federal borrowing limit. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen maintained earlier this week that early June was a debt ceiling default deadline. Reuters reported on Thursday that President Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. asterisk and top Republican lawmaker Kevin McCarthy were edging close to a deal on the debt ceiling, but have yet to agree on cuts to discretionary spending, which funds a wide range of military and domestic programs. And that's the end of the article from RT. Now, if you're one of those folks that jumps off when it's time to discuss the value exchange here at Bear Independent, I bid you adieu. I'm going to go pee for the rest of y'all. I'll be back in 30 to 60, and uh, we'll talk about all the other things going on here at BearIndependent.com. All right? Okay, Bear. All right, stand by. I'm bear, doing bear things. That's what my shirt says. <sighs> Patreon. Links in the description for all this stuff. Patreon.com. Search for Bear Independent or follow the link in the description. It is $5 per month. It is a prepper consultancy. You ask questions, I give you answers. In a 30 to or 15 to 30 minute video format, answer to your question. And then there's community discussion on each post about how we can all be better about the things that we're discussing. 
It's incredibly valuable. It's the best $5 you can spend on the internet. There are 20 plus pieces of exclusive content per month there. And uh, there's a real sense of community there. Um, if you are, it doesn't matter what phase of your preparedness journey you're in. There is some meat to chew at Patreon. So check it out. It is not an I love me, you should love me too page. I produce more content for Patreon than I do for YouTube. And more in-depth and more intimate content on Patreon. Refuge Medical. Now through Monday, midnight, uh, every order from Refuge Medical qualifies you for a free field medic kit. Field medic kit is uh, an American-made bag from Squat Survival Gear that's filled with a hospital on your back. It uh, exceeds the United States Army Ranger Medic Standard for what is required for a ranger medic to have in their pack. And uh, it's all, it's very compliant. It's made in the United States of America with the best components from North American Rescue, TAC Med, Medline, etc. And so whatever you buy at Refuge Medical right now, you are automatically entered for a chance to win the Field Medic Backpack Hospital on your back. That being said, I would greatly appreciate it uh, if you would not be one of those people that goes to Refuge Medical and buys a turd for three bucks to be entered into a chance to win. Because it costs me more to ship it to you than what you... Because there's free shipping at the store as well. So, like, please don't game the system. This is for those people who earnestly want to support an American-made company and uh, buy the best life-saving equipment on planet Earth. To that end... Um, the kit of the week is the wound care bucket. If you're a prepper and you like stacking buckets, consider the wound care bucket. It's got 30 days worth of gauze tape, gloves, and disinfectant that if you have a grievous injury that requires treatment after you use your individual first aid kit, you use the wound care bucket. It'll treat a major injury for 30 days, a minor injury for 60 to 90 days, or multiple minor injuries for 30 days. And it's a bucket. So you can get one a month until you got six of them stacked up if you want, like all your other preps and buckets. You know, your corn, rice, wheat, beans, flour, salt, sugar, etc. So, uh, free shipping at the store. Everything is HSA and FSA eligible. All of our first aid kits, all of our components, they're all HSA and FSA eligible. ARCs are in stock. The Advanced Ripaway Kit, this guy right here. The Travel Arc is on a pre-order right now, but the Combat Arc, this guy right here. In stock, rip this away. You can mount this to your headrest, your plate carrier, your forehead, whatever you're into. This uh, Molly compatible panel can basically be mounted anywhere. It comes with straps right here so you can put it around the headrest of your vehicle. And then uh, you pop it open. You've got your Committee on TCCC recommended windless tourniquet right here. This one's featuring a soft T tourniquet. You've got your Sharpie, your shears, quick clot, chest seals, wound packing gauze, pressure bandage, S-mark bandage, Life 72 was saved with one of these, S-Mark bandage from a grievous chainsaw injury. And of course, right here, made in the United States of America. There's a lot of companies right now, y'all watch out for this. There's a lot of companies that are trying to hop on the bandwagon of made in America. <sighs> Understand that the, um, the definition of made in America has been changed by the industry to mean North America. United States, Canada, and Mexico. So there's a lot of things that are made in Mexico that people are saying it's made in America. We make our shit in the USA, United States of America, in Oklahoma, Arkansas, and Connecticut, and Texas. That's where we make our stuff, okay? 
So made in the United States of America. There's also other companies out there, some of which are competitors, <laughs> LOL, who are saying, assembled in the United States of America. Oh, that means you bought a bunch of shit from China and then you assembled it here. Congrats, bro. Nah. No. Made in the USA. Okay? Uh, so this is the ARC. There are many like it, but this one is mine. Uh, you might check that out at the website, refugemedical.com. Again, site-wide, domestic, free shipping right now. Every order is a chance to win. Uh, the uh, Field Medic Kit and the Origin, collab with Origin, these guys right here in the Raptor Camo. This is the Origin Western Kit, which is a survival kit and a TCCC uh, emergency medical trauma medicine kit all put together in one beautiful Origin Raptor Camo pouch. Uh, these are shipping right now. So if you got in on the pre-order on these, these are going out. So thank you. Bless you. Thank you for supporting our American-made small businesses. Refuge training. When I get done here, I've got to go to Pecola, Oklahoma, because today is Responder 3, Force on Force Tactical Medical Training. And I'm going to, the segment that I'm going to teach today will be a little bit on uh, small unit tactics, shoot, move, communicate, sustain, and some guerrilla warfare stuff so that... Um, the team of students in Responder 3 has some hopes of making it through the final exercise, which is a large force-on-force Kazavak scenario. Um, it's going to be a blast. So there are still some dates in uh, Idaho and Indiana for public classes for refuge training. If you'd like to come, come to class. Uh, responder 1 is the March algorithm, massive bleeding, airway, respiratory circulation, head injury, hypothermia, everything else. I've had some people say, uh, people who don't know, I, you know, don't speak about things you don't know, who have said, why don't you just take a stop the bleed class, they're free, because the stop the bleed class will show you a tourniquet and will show you a pressure bandage and you will not be allowed to use them for liability reasons and will be a two hour death by PowerPoint where you will pretend that you now know the things that you know. Responder 1 is... Massive bleeding, airway, respiratory circulation, head injury, hypothermia, everything else, and includes multiple reps and sets of you applying tourniquets to yourself and other people on the arms and the legs, wound packing, applying chest seals, etc., etc., etc. It is not Stop the Bleed. Not that Stop the Bleed is a bad curriculum, but it's what we do far exceeds Stop the Bleed. Responder 2 is CPR and AED in a tactical setting, an intro to scenario-based training where you will work a motor vehicle accident. And the Responder 3 is, uh, think of uh, a Tough Mudder coupled with tactical medicine, coupled with force-on-force -force training, scenario-based, individual and team scenarios for uh, 8 to, well, 10 to 12 hours. Yeah, it's badass. So that's refugetraining.com. You can check that out. And then last but certainly not least, grindstoneministries.com. Um, in a nutshell, if there's a tornado or a hurricane, we go at no charge and help those people who were affected put their lives back together. We've deployed our disaster relief ministry 37 times in the last four years. Hurricanes, tornadoes, etc. If you want, uh, if you want to see our fruits, just put Grindstone Ministries into the YouTube search bar. You'll find dozens of videos of us on site doing what we do. When we're not busy doing that, we rescue and restore juvenile human trafficking survivors, aka we go and take kiddos from people who are assholes who have been serially raping and abusing them. We put those kiddos back together again and make sure that really bad shit happens to those really bad people. 
If you're into that, you can check out grindstoneministries.com. Sign up for the email news blast. Um, if you are convicted by the spirit to donate, you can hit the donate button. Caleb House t-shirts, long sleeves, and hoodies. Caleb House is our restoration facility. You can buy those from Sanctified Supply Co. Links in the description. As well as our brother Saw's shirt, Facts Not Feelings. As well as our brother Rex's shirt, Taborosaurus Rex. All of which, the proceeds of which support the uh, building of Caleb House, our restoration facility. We have currently 24 kiddos in our care, ages 1 to 19. And it costs us more than $30,000 per month to be able to affect their care and treatment and security and protection each month for those 24 children. So thank you to everybody who supports Grindstone and Caleb House. We literally couldn't do this without you. And you are so freaking badass. Um, thank you for stepping up to the plate and helping us do what we do. Uh, we couldn't do it without you. That is the brief for today. Thank you guys and girls for being a part of the Bear Nation. Um, I do have one ask. Please help us evangelize. Please tell people, if you could tell one person within the next week about Bear Independent, Refuge Medical, Refuge Training, Grindstone, or Caleb House, please help us. Um... There's 188,000 people in the Bear Nation. The goal here, the mission statement, is to save lives while in service to the Father's kingdom and experiencing the abundance of His provision and blessing. The methods by which we attempt to save lives vary. Bear independent, the idea here is to give you the tools that you need in your prepper toolkit to be able to survive whatever may come. And also, to foster your relationship through the written word with the creator of the universe by the blood of his son. I would count that as saving lives. Refuge training, we teach you how to not die and how to save other people who are in the process of dying for whatever reason, motor vehicle accident, workplace accident, active shooter, or the end of the world as we know it. Refuge Medical, we make life-saving equipment here in the United States of America. We saved 77 lives to date. That's saving lives. And Caleb House, forsake not the widow and the orphan. We, by the grace of the Most High, are saving those kids' lives. Putting them back together again so they'll, they'll have a life. So if they're not a victim, they're a survivor. So my ask is... If you could please just tell one person about us and what we do and how to plug in, I would really appreciate it. I hope you all have a, a blessed day. I hope you have a good day of, of rest. And if you are observing Shavuot, I pray that the Father makes his face shine upon you. I love you all. Have a kick-ass day. Shalom.